Welcome to the Living Artist Podcast. I'm your host, Preston M. Smith. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Living Artist Podcast. I'm Preston M. Smith, at PMS Artwork Everywhere on Internet Land and Socials. I want to thank you for landing on this podcast. Whether you're a professional artist, just getting started in the art world, a collector of art, or just consider yourself a creative person, this podcast has something for you. I like to think of it as a fun way to rant and talk to other creative people about living the life of an artist, surviving and getting ahead in the art world, and enjoying your life. But most importantly, not waiting until you're dead to make it happen. All right, let's get started. I should have asked if you were ready, but I don't do that. I'm not I'm professional so here. All right. We're here with Amy Mandela. Thank you for coming up, making the trek up to the valley. You are one of the few guests that I've actually had back in the studio. Yeah, I'm excited. That's so exciting. Yeah, thank you for having me. Of course. And sorry, I'm just checking something here. Okay, we're good. Amy is kind of a, a relatively new to the scene artist, I would say. How long have you been Definitely. doing this? Well, as far as putting my work out in public, I would say about a year and a half, mm-hmm. just about a year and a half. I kind of got into drawing, like really into drawing about October of 2019. Yes. So, and then I started an Instagram for it in February, 2020. So okay. and then just kind of all... And you got into it at a good time with uh, yeah. the pandemic. So you're like, okay, and now I have time to draw. <laughs> Amy is a very busy person. Yes. I'm a busy person, so I know one when I see one. And you even beat me. <laughs> I don't even <laughs> like to say that. Um, uh, uh, in your busyness, you are a COO of yeah. an architectural firm, correct? Uh-huh. Yes. That's amazing. Uh, we're going to get into all that, but Amy's also... She's got a new studio. She's got two kids. She's like all over the art scene, all over Los Angeles. So do you want to just jump in and get started with like an origin story? Tell us how you kind of started out. I know you had some some beginnings where you were interested in art and and how that led to where you are today. So you can take as long as you want. You can start where you want. Sure. Um, well, I was born and raised in Long Beach. I mean, is that how, how origin we're getting? <laughs> yeah, I don't. Sorry, but, I got to stop you. Did, did you see Amy curated like an all woman's show at Chalkbox? And I, I put in the comments, it was really dumb, but I was like, so much drama in the LBC. It's, it's kind of <laughs> hard being aimed to the double E. And I think one oh my person gosh, caught I'm it. I'm really sad I missed that. You missed comment. it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, we can use it. We can put it in the show notes. That's some gold right there. So, <laughs> yeah. So uh, anyway. Yeah. Um, so yeah, grew up in Long Beach. I have three siblings. I have two brothers and a sister. I'm the baby of the family. Oh, so, nice. but yeah, my, I probably a huge part of my kind of bring upbringing was, um, my father's an architect and our, um, and my mom was a stay at home mom, you know, and, mm-hmm. you know, took care of us and stuff. But I feel like with my dad being in that industry, I've always had some connection to that and just kind of, you know, art in general. And that stems back four generations. So I have, yeah, yeah, a deep history in architecture. Are all of those generations in the United States? Pretty much. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. So, but we, 
are all from we are um my family's from ireland so uh oh we w- made their way over ireland yeah welcome another <laughs> another good <laughs> irish lass yeah. uh, i thought you i thought it was italian no that's actually my uh, married name oh gotcha yeah, right, my right. my maiden name is of course Man. dur okay so yeah. th- that makes sense yeah so you're like full-blown irish totally. yeah like really really irish <laughs> like really really irish yeah okay yeah. cool so you be i'm about half irish i'm a, I'm a mutt but like that's the biggest part of me yeah um have you been to ireland i haven't been yet Gotta no, go. i want to go yeah we'll talk yeah. about that off but uh yeah. but sorry continue i keep yeah oh so um basically i never really wanted to be um an architect but i always was surrounded by that environment you mm-hmm. know dinner talks at the table were you know about design or figuring out a problem or whatever. Um, and my sister is an architect, my brother's an engineer. So oh, okay. it's very much like, you know, just a part of, um, my upbringing, but I was always really into writing. Mm-hmm. So I started writing letters when I was like seven years old. I had a friend that I played soccer with that she like wrote me a letter. We both are, both of our names were Amy and she spelled it the same way, which oh, is like wow. very unique. That is unique. Um, so I was like, okay, so we're best friends. Exactly, and um and she like wrote me a letter and then i just was like wow that's so cool like and so i just started like writing letters to everybody i knew like if i met you and i liked you i'd be like okay what's your address (laughs) really yeah and i'd write like 10 letters a day oh wow and so and i would do that we're talking by hand yeah yeah (laughs) i'm starting to see where the drawing comes from okay yeah so um you know from very early age i was very happy just being in my own little bubble writing or doodling. So whether it was writing or, you know, kind of doodling and stuff, it was always, there was always that kind of creative energy. And I would much rather do that than like watch TV or anything. So that was kind of my, my jam. Um, and so I ended up, you know, being a a creative writing major in college. And so that was really my focus. And I just really enjoyed that. And I always kind of looked at, um, architecture as like something that was like, like, I am not, you know, a part of that, that's too technical for me. I'm not, I'm not like that, you know, I'm more free and all that kind of stuff. Right. And then after college, I was just kind of like, all right, what am I going to do with the creative writing major? You know, it's like, people are like, okay, like, are you going to be a teacher? Are you going to, you know, write for a magazine or a newspaper? And I just didn't want to do any of that. Yeah. So I had to kind of really kind of dig and see like, all right, like what means something to me? Yes. And I did a couple like I don't want to say odd jobs because they're not odd at all, but they were odd for me. Um, I did like property management for mm-hmm. a while. I did um, medical billing for a while, you know, and then I was just like, none of these like rang true for me, you know. And so I started doing some digging on my family history. And um, luckily, my family is like insane about documentation. Like we have a family website that has like, oh wow. you know, I have like old, old hand renderings from, you know, my great grandfather. I have you know, birth certificates, old pictures, you know, just like so much history. And I just That's cool. really, really connected with it. And then I, you know, I was in this middle, I was in the middle of this kind of like existential moment where I'm like, okay, like what am I doing with my life? And I was driving in Long Beach and I saw um, a building under construction and it had a sign that was an architecture firm. And I was just like, I'm just going to call them and like see if they're hiring. Oh, nice. And, um, and so I called and I got an interview the next day and then I got hired right away. Like, oh, wow, if really? not on the spot, like I got a call right after. So 
And I think did a lot of it- Did you just interview really well? Or... <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you I, made a good impression. I really did. No. Yeah. Um, well, I think that they were, they had had some people in administrative positions there previously, but maybe didn't understand the, the ins and outs of the business as much. And mm-hmm. so the fact that I had had that kind of foundation from my family, I just, I knew the language. And, and then my boss distinctly told me later, like that he hired me because I came in and I was like, I don't want a job. I want a career. Oh, wow. You know, so yeah. I was like serious about it. And, you know, it was it wasn't like a stopping point to jump somewhere else. It was like, no, I'm like, I want to do this. Yes. You know? Consistency. Yeah. You, I just see you coming in with your family tree and be like, boom, <laughs> and upset. Like, You're hired. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. I mean, yeah. um, I was wondering how this I didn't know if it was something where maybe you even had some you know, familial cl- connections or something like no. people were doing architecture yeah, and you're like, oh, even, just the family business, you know? Yeah, no, it yeah. wasn't even connected to my family at all. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it was just totally cool. on my own, just kind of like showed up and and got lucky. They're a great firm and I've been with them for 14 years. And wow. And kind of worked my way up. 14 years, that's yeah, that's job yeah. security. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now you're like, now I'm going to burn it all down. Well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. I was wondering if, is it something, I mean, let's, let's get to it right now. Is it something you're thinking about maybe jumping in full time as an artist or is this something that you're just exploring right now? Well, I think that like, you know, there would need to be major financial <laughs> stability in order yeah. to do that right now. Right. I think that like it's more I I feel like I have two full time jobs. Yes. Right now. Yes. Which you're like moonlighting <laughs> as an artist. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, because I when I look at you and what you're doing on social media or showing up at shows you're all over the place. Yeah. You're you're showing in galleries, you know, across the country. You're in Shockbox all the time. Like we went to Joy Ray's show this weekend and you're like, oh yeah, I was hanging that. I was like, what? <laughs> you know, how do you have time to do all this? So, um, yeah. It's yeah. a good balance. I mean, it's, it's, you it is a little crazy. I don't sleep as much as I should. Right. But that's kind of how I started. It's like, especially with two kids, it's like I, you know, couldn't really do it while they were um, up because they're, you know, eight and four and they're like, yeah you know, they need attention and it's a lot of activity and you're like running around. Stay in the corner. Mom's drawing. (laughs) So, (laughs) um, so a lot of times I start drawing after I put them to bed. Okay. And so I would be up until, you know, you're like, they're like, mom, it's four o'clock. You're like, just get to bed. (laughs) (laughs) It's bedtime. It's bedtime. Um, yeah. So probably from like, you know, like eight 30 up until like midnight. And then if I'm on like a serious role, like if I just, you know, I'm on that kick and Mm -hmm. I'm like close to the end of something or there's some like, you know, I'm having a moment. Like there's definitely been times where I've gone to bed at like three o'clock in the morning. Oh yeah. And then had to wake up at like six. Definitely. Go to work the next day, you know? So Well, and that's something with more realistic type art. Like I know when I used to do pop realism, I had times where like, if you're in a groove and you're, and you're feeling it, you're not going to stop. I had a couple of times where I was up till six in the morning and it was like a 14 hour session. I like hadn't eaten. So I completely understand. Yeah. But also I was waiting tables at the time. You have like a legit (laughs) serious job. So has that gotten in the way at all of your, of your work? Um, well, I do feel like that, you know, a lot of times because it's so new and I'm so obsessed with it. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like I, I'm thinking about it all the time. Yes. So sometimes I feel like in my normal job, I'm thinking about art, you know, yeah. and where I should really just be thinking about my job. But, um, but yeah, it's, I, it's like I'm constantly switching on and off, mm-hmm. you know, both yeah. sides of the brain. And, sure. um, and so it's – but I love it. Like I just – I couldn't go without – and I don't know that I could go without – 
my my day job, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I feel like they're they're two they hit two different parts of me that are satisfying. Yes. So although it is like I feel like at one point, you know, I might just burst right. <laughs> from like all of the energy that it takes Run to put in. Gas, and like that's yeah. the thing. I do need to like dial it down sometimes and just try to like sometimes it's hard for me to be away from, you know, creating and making art because it's just it's so much a part of me and it's almost like when I don't do it, I don't know what to do with myself. I'm like, all right, it's nine o'clock. All right. I'm going <laughs> to yeah. like, I don't really watch that much TV. Like I watch very little TV. And that's so, good. um, you know, I just like, that's, that's, that's what I do to kind of like settle my mind, yeah. you know? So. Well, and it's cool because it's like always giving you something to look forward to. Yes. I know a lot of people are stuck in their job and it's just like, oh man, I'm in a rut. Like they've got nothing to feel like they have purpose with. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure you feel yeah. like you have purpose with your job. You sound sure. like you really like your day job too. Yeah. But it's kind of like something that's always keeping you excited. And totally. that's so important and because I, find, I hated yeah. my job. And yeah. it was like, I if I couldn't have done made it as an artist, right. I would have probably, like seriously, I would have killed myself. I might have. Yeah. I, I, was, I was at that point. And I know a lot of other artists are, are that way. So it's nice to hear that. That's also part of the reason why I was very interested in hearing your story because there are a lot of artists. It's not like every, you know, we're all cut from the same cloth. It's not like everybody's going to, you know, start creating, selling work online, make a living like I do that way or, yeah. or through a gallery, brick and mortar sure. gallery. Sometimes it's a matter of, you know, maybe it's a side hustle. Maybe it's something that's just a passion project. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's something that just fulfills you in a certain way. And you can even make some income off of it too, you know, sure. some supplemental income. Yeah. So that's why I'm wondering. I mean, and I also don't want to put you on the spot because if anybody from your job is listening, she's quitting her job in two <laughs> months. <laughs> this is my notice. Yeah, yeah, right. Here's your official notice on a podcast. <laughs> well, that's cool. I like yeah. I like to hear that. Or did you have something else you were going to finish no, up about I the origin? No, I just think what, kind of what struck me with what you were just saying is just um, – you know, when you are kind of around other people with that passion and drive, like it's just so contagious, you know, and it's just kind of like, I feel like when I surround myself with that, it just revs me up even more. Mm -hmm. So I'm just so grateful for the community that, you know, I've found and like feel so lucky to stumble upon and be a part of because like, I really feel like, you know, a lot of these artists have pushed me you know, and although like I, I very much can work in my own little bubble and push myself and mm-hmm. I feel like in the beginning, that's definitely what it was. But then after a while, it just, it became this open dialogue and mm-hmm. it became this collaboration and not only with other artists, but just also with, um, you know, some of the work, I mean, a lot of the work that I do is, um, I use reference photos. So yeah. those, um, people who took that photo, it becomes an investment for both of us, you know, and it's like, I want to do it justice and I want them to be proud of it. And they feel, you know, kind of special by, you know, having their work drawn and, um, and so it feels like this great collaboration and just kind of energy and, but like, you know, it just has this like positive feel. So I just really enjoy that. Like I'm, That's community cool. is huge for me. Definitely. And I think it almost, it holds you accountable. Like if somebody's yeah. investing in you, like, well, this picture is going to be, you can't just turn your back and say, oh yeah, you know, I just didn't do that. I flaked on that. So it's giving you another reason to keep going, which yeah. is great. Yeah. And we were talking a little bit, um, we were talking off mic uh, about this, but we were talking a little bit about the community. I mean, I was saying I was a little jealous of how you came into Shockbox and you got these great people around you because for me, I know that that can be very rare as an artist. It can be very isolating. I know times are changing a bit, but 
like what a great way to get introduced into the art world. Yeah. Right. I mean, it definitely was unexpected. I just expect like, cause I had never really been a part of the art world. Like I yeah. didn't really like go to show, like, I just didn't feel like that was like something that I was, you know, a part of, like I wanted yeah. to be, I'm like, that looks really cool, but I never felt like I could be a part of it. And it seemed intimidating to me. It is intimidating. Absolutely. It's intimidating so, for people who are artists. Sure, yeah, totally. So to be like, a part of a community and like not just be a part of it, but just be like scooped up. Like everybody yeah. is just like so down to just like share their experiences mm-hmm. and, you know, be excited for you and like have ideas of how you could push yourself to grow or, or just like be supportive of what they see you're doing. Yes. Um, and then also just bounce ideas off each other, you know, has been really so nurturing and incredible and just, you know, makes, it gives you the confidence to kind of go to some of those bigger galleries in LA and be like, all right, like I have this and, you know, and you've got a support group. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Which is great. It's not just a support group, but it's also, it's peers. It's people who are pushing you to do better and better work too. Yeah. Um, I found that with Shockbox and it is from my experience, like 20 years of doing this, it's rare. Like a lot of times it's super competitive and we've got a really good thing there. How did you meet Mike and Chalkbox, how did that originally start? Yeah, through Instagram. Um, I think that, so the first show that I had ever applied applied to, so basically, so I had done three drawings the end of um, 2019. And that Mm -hmm. was like my first, it was like, okay, I'm going to do this. And so I did uh, three drawings. And then January 1st, 2020, I was like, you know what? Like, I really like this. I'm going to make it a goal to put my art in a show. Yeah. And so I just was like, okay. So I just started focusing on trying to like refine my craft and, you know, get good at it because I was so brand new. And then, um, and so I had applied to one gallery in Long Beach and uh, didn't get in, but I kind of looked at their Instagram. I'm like, okay, who did they follow? Right. You know, and so then I saw Shockbox was there. So I was like, all right. So, you know, I started following them. And then I didn't really like think too much of it. And then after a while, I think sometime in May, uh, Mike had approached me and asked if I wanted to put any of my stuff on Artsy. And I yes. was kind of like, huh, like I didn't even know what Artsy was. I was like, um, let me do some research, you know? Well, and also you can't get on Artsy unless you're affiliated with a gallery. Yeah. A lot of artists aren't even on there. Right. So it's yeah. a huge opportunity. Yeah. And I, so I was like, okay. But then I also had kind of like cold feet because I was Skepticism. like, I don't know like what I'm doing. <laughs> like this seems intimidating, but yeah. like, cool. Thanks so much. Um, let me, let me look into it and stuff. And then, and I kind of, and I'd been working towards putting together some pieces to submit for, um, a show there. Mm -hmm. And so I finally, you know, in like August was like, okay, like I'm down to like put something up. And so I put, you know, one piece up on artsy and then, um, later on that month, or I guess in September that year, you guys did the jurying for, the 2021 show yes, yes. and um 2021 question yeah, mark, question mark? Yeah, yeah. yeah and i submitted my uh drawing of the red wing billy boot yes and that got in and mm-hmm. i was like so excited like just really excited and then on the fast track when did you become so amy's also a program artist which for everybody who hasn't heard the show a program artists are basically the artists that are, are represented by shockbox gallery in hermosa beach 
Uh, how quickly did that happen? I can't remember. So um, in November. November. So, okay. Yeah, November of last year. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, fast track for sure. I love it. It's but I great. Think it's also like, yeah, it's about your talent, but I think it's also a lot has to do with our personalities and how sure. we all oh, yeah. are like, you know, show up, right? And like support and are willing to like help. And definitely, you know, I think that that's a huge part of it. And so Mike is very selective. There's a lot of people who try to get into the program sure. and we're still a pretty small group of people, you know? So yeah, you're looking for talent, but you all are also looking for people who are going to show up, who are going to bring that energy, who are going to drive the others to kind of up their game. Yeah. So yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. So I, and I kind of came in around the same time, like Muka came in earlier that year. Yep. And so she was one of the newbies and then uh, Christina just around the time that I did too. And so uh, we kind of all kind of clumped together and we're like, mm -hmm. all right, like we started doing, you know, cause it was all pretty pandemic-y at this point. And so, uh, we were doing zoom, uh, calls with just the three of us. So we were like, okay, like, what do you, what's your goals? What do you want to work on? Um, you know, so it was great to have that support, but not only just like support, but female support. I think like it's sure. so often, you know, women can be very competitive and, um, and, and like, it was so great to be able to just like, you know, be there for each other and, and kind of like, all right, like, what are our goals? And that that group has kind of expanded. So now it's yeah. like, you know, we have other people in the program um, that are, you know, we're all looping in and, and yeah. getting to know. And and it's been so awesome. Like, it's such good energy. It's amazing. And I, well, another thing that makes me jealous because I feel like I feel like we don't have a guys group that's supportive. You know what I mean? Scott's it's like, definitely jealous. He's like, yeah. I wish I was. A oh, girl. As he said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it it is. It's no like, boys allowed. It's it's wonderful. I completely understand it. it. It makes sense. And I'm happy for all the women who are in the group. And it's amazing to have that kind of a support group that yeah. not only is it just like, oh, we're just getting together and we're talking, like you're actually pushing each other. I can see you, I can see you having these secret meetings, scheming, yeah. like how to take over <laughs> the art world. You know? yeah. um, and that's great. Yeah. It's really cool that you have that. Um, give me one second. Yeah. Okay. So for everybody listening, what kind we we've talked about drawing, but what kind of drawing do you do? Like, what's your subject matter? What kind of sparked your interest in drawing? Yeah, so um, so I use uh, charcoal and graphite, mm -hmm. and um, which sometimes don't always play nice together, but I've somehow figured that out. Yeah, and um, the subject matter I started actually so after years of not doing anything. So okay, backtrack. I painted for a little bit for a few years. Um, after college, I took some painting classes with my dad and sister um, just at a community college. And it was just a way to like spend time together and also just, you know, do something fun. Mm -hmm. And so, um, but they had this incredible foundation of like hand rendering. Like they just, right. they know how to, they know perspective, they know all the stuff. Yeah. So I was always kind of like, would compare myself to them. And so I just didn't really think that my like paintings were that good. And mm -hmm. like looking back, I feel like, you know, they actually weren't that bad, but like, I kind of was just like, whatever, you know, I just didn't really, I wasn't that satisfied with them. And I think it was because I didn't have the foundation of drawing first. It's like, yes. I just skipped this, this step and went straight into painting. And then was like, why isn't it working? Like, yeah. you know, so it's Which kind is something of like, I always harp on. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So I think that when I, I was just really finding, like after I had my two boys, I, you know, had kind of just put all that creative stuff on hold because it was like, you know, you're so busy taking care of them, you know, mm -hmm. working, all this stuff. So 
I kind of just didn't make it a priority in my life. And then I just realized like I really missed being creative. Yeah. And it was like almost like this insane pull that I needed to do this. And it was kind of interesting. Like I was um, putting my son to bed and he was six at the time. And we usually would do like books before bed. But for whatever reason this night, we were drawing in a notebook and I would draw something and then he would draw it, the mm-hmm. same one, you know, and then I drew this pineapple and he like looked at it and he's like, wow, mom, like not everybody's mom can draw like you. Nice. And it was just like so sincere. And there was like this sparkle in his eye. And I was just like, wow, like, thanks, bud. You know, like it was just so sweet. You're and now just my such favorite. A, like, yeah, pure <laughs> moment, you know. And I was just kind of like, you know what? He's right. Like not everybody can draw, like, you know. So, yeah, definitely. Um, So I was just like, you know, and I had been inspired by, by um people who – were in the business of craftsmanship or making things. And I just found that to be so interesting. And like, also, you know, like it's dirty and it's gritty, but it has like this incredible, um, I just saw the passion in it. And so the first thing that I was like driven to draw was this um, welder's hand. And it was Mm -hmm. just covered in metal dust. And, you know, if you look at a hand that's covered in metal dust, you could really see all the intricacies of it and the the wrinkles, the creases, yeah, just everything in it. But I just, I saw it and I just thought it was so beautiful. And so that was the first thing I, that I drew and I labored over it. I wanted it to be so perfect. And, um, it was like really just starting from the beginning. I couldn't even remember like how to even map it out. And it was just like a huge learning curve. And I remember being so obsessed with like wanting it to be perfect. And I was like texting pictures to my dad and my sister. I was like, should I put a shadow here? Like it was ridiculous. And, um, and so it took me about a month and a half and then I finally Mm -hmm. completed it. And then I was like, okay, like I really like this. And so I ended up doing another hand and then another hand. And then eventually the hand was holding a tool. And then eventually the, I was just like, well, I like that tool. I'm going to draw that tool. And so the thing that was really, um, so I feel like it all kind of like organically presented itself. Mm -hmm. It like started with a craftsman's hand and then went into tools and then it went into, um, you know, work boots. And so it's kind of all in that same theme. Yeah. And, but I just love the grittiness of it. I love that like, you know, in tools, there's this fantastic um, opportunity to capture light and, you know, the grittiness of it. Mm-hmm. And, but I look at these objects as, cause I mean, it's, it is kind of a random thing. Like when someone asks me like, what do you draw? And then I tell them that I draw like craftsmen's hands and tools or like, <laughs> I love it. I love it. I would have been intrigued automatically. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like there's definitely an audience yeah. for it, sure. but but it's not always like, you know, it's not a common thing, right? Yeah, that's so, true. so but it's almost like it's your niche. Totally. It's great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and it's one of those things where it's like I'm not really willing to like compromise. It's just like I'm just drawing what is inspiring to me and, you As know, you and should. that's yeah. Yeah. And so, but I look at these, you know, objects, it's just like, okay, it's a tool, but I just I see like kind of a soul in it. And mm-hmm. like, you know, it's been held by, you know, whoever knows how many people and some of them are vintage and, you know, have like helped to put together something, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I think that like so often as a society, we're so focused on the end result of a product, you know, that we don't think about all the heart and hard work that went into creating yeah, it. the process. So, the process. Yeah. And so I just, I feel like a lot of this is like celebrating that process. Yeah. And it's a snapshot yeah. of the process. Right. And it's also, it's creation like 
once removed. Like you're 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 doing a piece of somebody who's already creating something yeah. with their hands. That's that's amazing. Didn't you used to sneak next door? Yeah. To a neighbor's house yeah. who was a craftsman. Bob. Yeah, <laughs> Bob. Yeah. Of course, his name's Bob. <laughs> Bob, we love you. Yeah, as a super young age, I was probably like you know six years old, and they would um, have garage sales all the time, and I would just like peek out my side window and be like so excited on a Saturday morning that there was like little treasures, you know, to yeah. be looked at and stuff. But he often was refurbishing things. And so he would be in his garage, you know, sanding things, painting things, cleaning things up. And I would go over there and just chat with him. And, you know, he was probably in his 60s, but it was like we were both kind of um, little gifts to each other, you know, yeah. unexpectedly. And, you know, my mom would be like, where is Amy? And we'd like, sure enough, I'm like next door, like chatting with Bob. So that's so cool. You know, so kind of like kindred I think spirits some on some too. level. What's that? Kindred spirits on yeah. some level. Oh my yeah. gosh. And I saw him years later. We moved away from that family home and Years later, I saw him and I was um, with my two kids and he like just teared up. He was Aww, so sweet. Yeah. That's so cool. Time. Yeah. 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 That's great. I mean, it's almost like he was your first mentor in a weird way. In a weird way. Right? Yeah. I mean, not specifically teaching you what his craft sure. was. And but... he has no idea that I do this now. I don't even know if he's alive or Aww, anything, you know, like, yeah. but it's just, yeah. Like if yeah. That would be cool. If if you could find him and like send him a drawing of something like he does, so that would be cool. That would yeah. be like full circle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Um, you should check out Amy's work. I love the detail of your work. I love – one second here. Pause for a garbage truck. <laughs> yeah. We are back from uh, our garbage truck break. So <laughs> I was talking about the simplicity of light and shadow. It's like when you're doing a painting – Yes, you're still dealing with light. You're still dealing with light and shadow. You're dealing with perspective, all those things. But you have an added layer of color that gives you that kind of perspective and the three-dimensional quality to it. Mm -hmm. So you really have to know what you're doing when you're drawing. I love the detail of your work. I love the theme of your work. Everybody needs to check it out. We're going to quickly just tell people where to find your work in case, okay. you know, for some reason they can't make it to the end. So my work is on um, my website. It's Amy, A-I-M-E-E, -E, Mandala, M-A-N-D-A-L-A, art.com. Um, and then I also have my Instagram page, which is A underscore Mandala underscore art. Right. And if you have any trouble remembering how to spell it, just remember the jingle with so much drama in the LBC. It's kind of hard being <laughs> right. aimed to the double E. All right. So uh, getting back to that, we were talking about business. We were talking about, um, you know, you getting on the fast track in the art world. I see many things with you. I see like a wonderful energy that you bring when you're talking to people, when you come to shows. Also, I'm interested in if you cultivated that a little bit or if that's something natural. And also with your business, if you learned any skills in your 14 years as a CEO of an architectural firm, and how you applied that to your art practice or like kind of getting on the fast track in the art world. Yeah. I mean, I think that like um, the business side of things definitely has helped to keep me organized and motivated, not motivated because I'm motivated by my art, but yeah. organized and, um, and also kind of like, you know, kind of mapping out what my goals are and then like, okay, we got to like get to there, you know? So yeah. I think that like, Having that kind of fundamental, like day in, day out, this is what you do. These are your goals. This is what you're going to achieve. And I'm also very excited when I check, like, check a box. Like, if yes. I make a list and check a box, 
I'm like I'm winning. Yeah, for sure. Oh yeah. (laughs) So it's progress. Yeah. 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 So I think that's definitely part of it. Um, and then I think like with work, I originally was very, maybe like, like assertive in certain in situations, but could be very shy, like in a group. So like if mm-hmm. I went to a gallery show and like, I would probably just like stay in the corner and like oh, not okay. talk to anybody and probably like watch. But like, I think that, um, in different, I've over the years have become, um, officers on different boards that have really like pushed me to like do public speaking, yes. um, networking, all that kind of stuff where it's just kind of like, you know what? Like it's actually not that scary. Like it's a little scary, but then you get over it. It's intimidating. Right? It, yeah. A lot of it's mental. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so I think once you push past that, you find that like everybody's in the same boat. Like everybody at one point was uncomfortable and like we're all just kids you know, in adult bodies. Yeah. And we're <laughs> yeah, and we're all in the same yeah. situation. So I think that like the more that I found that I opened up to people and talked to people that like that I got a lot of good feedback and I got mm-hmm. people who were like, you know, willing to help, willing to, who want to see me succeed, you yes. know? And then I want to see them succeed too, you know? Like it's really like a push and pull and, mm-hmm. and, and this like, you know, building relationships. And once you connect with people who you really feel like are seeing, you know, have that kind of same motivation and drive and fire, like it just is so. Like, okay, like we got this like together as a team, but also, you know, individually, I think like having that background has definitely been a part of me pushing forward in maybe ways I wouldn't have before. Asking the questions, you know, because I am so new, like just asking dumb questions and not being afraid to to not know the answer. And and I think that people, when you're you make yourself vulnerable like that, people are more willing to um to share and Mm -hmm. and you know, be a part of your story. And 99% of the time when you've asked the quote unquote stupid question, there's like five other people in the room. They're like, Oh my God, thank God. (laughs) Thank God. Somebody asked that question. Seriously. Yeah. Uh, So that's great. And that is a skill. I always talk about how nothing's a waste, right? Like for me two waiting tables, I hated it, but I learned so much about customer service that I now apply to when I'm dealing with collectors writing notes, making sure they're getting their stuff on time, following up with them. I wouldn't have done that otherwise if I'd just gone into the art world. So if you're out there and you're struggling and you're listening, you're going like, I just need to be, I just need to be a successful artist. Well, use the tools that you're learning right now and you can apply those to your art career. So that's great. And then I'm not sure if it was a two-part question. I'm not sure if you got the energy I was going to say. You always have this amazing energy when you come into the room. Is that something... Do you feel like you were born with, or is it something you've developed over time? Um, I feel like I've always kind of had that energy, and it depends, obviously, on the situation. It, you know, um, sometimes I could be a little bit shy. I was much shyer when I was younger, mm-hmm. but I was also a leader. So, like, I was really into sports. So I played soccer, yeah. and um, you know, and often was a leader in that mm-hmm. situation. You know, not so much like public speaking, but kind of like, all right, guys, like this is what we're doing. You know, so. Right. So I feel like that helped shape me in a lot of ways, too, because it's kind of like you persevere, you know, you go through, you know, it could be hard and then you get past it. And then also it's a team player kind of thing. So I think that I've always kind of had that in me. It probably Mm -hmm. has come out more as I've gotten older. Um, And, you know, as you get older, you get more confident and kind of assured of of who you are as a person and and kind of what direction you want to be and how you want to present yourself. Or you just start um, stop giving a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> you, know, like, I don't care too, you know, you just stop caring. A, and I think you also way. well, and I think yeah. you also 
kind of gear your energy towards things that really matter to yes. you. You know, there's stuff that's just like- You start realizing that time is finite, Absolutely. Right? You don't have time for the BS. Right, yeah. right. And so, so yeah. So I think that once you start really focusing on the things that actually matter to you, then like, yeah, you're going to have like good energy because it's something that you care about. It's crazy that you said that like I recorded an episode that I'm, I'm, I'm going to see if I'm going to put it before or after this, depending on how quickly we get this up. But it was all about that. It was like listening to your body, listening to- the passion that you're feeling in that moment, because you do, you, you start to realize like, I can't be everywhere. I can't spread myself so thin forever. Time, energy, all that stuff is finite. So. And uh, I feel like I'm a bit of an extremist that way. It's like, I have certain things that I'm passionate about that I am like not willing to negotiate on. Yeah. You know, maybe to a fault, probably to a fault, but it's kind of one of those things. It's like, I would not be happy if I wasn't like, I can't, half-ass something. I can't like half put my energy or my like, you know, it's just, I don't work that way. Yeah. So it's like once I started getting into art, it was like, what can I learn about it? How can I be a part of it? Can I help with installations? Can I help with like, I've been helping with like the artsy uploads, you know, so that I'm like getting to know the different artists. I'm getting to see what, you know, stuff is getting juried into shows. I'm And that shows, all this stuff shows. It's so, well, thank you. It, Mm -hmm. it, It all is these different aspects that help make me more rounded, I think in general as an artist and, yeah. and also, you know, with other artists, um, you know, having conversations about it and, and how we can all improve, you know? Yeah. And you've, well, I, I was going to ask you about the jury because that's something that Mike and I put together with the gallery and you've done what three during probably four. Is it four? Oh, yeah. four now. Oh yeah. Yeah. We're in the middle of kind of getting into about our second round of jurying on this one. Yeah. And, what has that taught you? I know for a lot of artists who've been doing it for a long time, it's a completely eye-opening experience because it's like, oh, so it's not really just about me and my work, the quality of my work right now. There's so many other factors that are going into it. But oh my for you, what did you learn? Yeah, well, I think that first of all, it's just overwhelming how many um, submissions you get. And there's some that are great and then there's some that are horrible. But I'd be, I would say that more than more often than not, there's just these great submissions, but maybe they don't really make sense for that particular call. Yeah. And so they don't get in, but it's like, dang, like I wish they were able to get in because I want to see that piece, you know, but it just, it doesn't always speak to what the theme is, you know? So, but I'm always blown away by the quality of work that we get through yeah, cafe. Like it's I just incredible. Couldn't agree more. And and that's an interesting thing for people to hear because I think some I think it's a, there's a tendency to get really upset when your work for some people that mm-hmm. your work didn't get included. Sure. And that's just or you get bummed out. You get bummed out. Like, yeah. 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 You're disappointed. Yeah. Um, but some people just get flat out angry. And really what you're seeing is that what you're saying and what I'm saying is that your work can be phenomenal. Totally. And like all of the jurors could have wanted to put it in or see it in a different show. It just yeah. wasn't right for that show. So right. don't take it too personally. Just keep working, you know, make sure you're reading, you know, what the theme of the yeah. show is. Maybe even yeah. research who the jurors are, what sure. their sensibilities are. Uh, and that can take you a long way. I wanted to ask, oh, so Amy's got her first solo show coming up. Yeah. <laughs> so where is this? Okay. Uh, when is it? Yep. How can people see it? Where, when? Um, so it's at Studio 347, okay. and it's in San Pedro. Mm-hmm. And the opening night is the first Thursdays. So it's um, November 4th at yeah. uh, 5 o'clock. Okay. And um, yeah, so I'm super excited. It's San Pedro, which is really close to Long Beach. So it's like just over the bridge for you know some of my hometown people. Yes. And close enough to my Hermosa LA people. Hopefully yeah. you guys can make it too. Yeah. 
but yeah, so I'm really excited. It's going to be really focused on all of my craftsman uh, work. And yeah, I'm like overwhelmed by the opportunity. Um, it's really cool. Yeah. And so I'm, it blows my mind really, honestly, to think about it. Cause it's like, I had one piece, the first piece ever in a show in October of last year. And now it's one year later and I have a solo show. And yeah. so that's just, that's amazing. Mind boggling <laughs> and exciting. <laughs> and just like, I'm so humbled and, and grateful. Are you nervous at all? No, <laughs> no, I'm going to kill this shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm totally nervous. Yeah. And you that's know, normal. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I am just hoping like I have it all like, you know, you can't, I'm like ready to like, like, can I just start installing right now? Like a month ahead of time. But, um, yeah. no, you have like a few days to install and you just hope it all works out. So it's just the planning that goes into that. I'm, mm -hmm. you know, getting through, I have a bunch of stuff at the framers right now and cool. yeah, so it'll be exciting. I, I'm hoping to, um, to pull it off and I hope, you know, people can come and, and enjoy the work. I'm sure you'll pull it off. I mean, the quality of the work is there, so that's it. You know, you're going to be there. You're, you've got a great energy. So yeah. that'll be fun. So check out the show November 4th. Did you say that was a Thursday? Yeah. Okay. Thursday. I hope I can make it. Though. So <laughs> the only thing is I got my, I might have to help some family move some stuff. So but I mean, other, really family first before me. I one. know, I know, but no, but I, I will do my best to be there for sure. Yeah. Thank um, you. And is it, how if long not, is it, later. how long is it up? It'll be up for a month. Okay. A month. Yeah. Okay. So if not like by appointment or yeah. I might host some open hours on the weekend or something. Okay, like that. great. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Perfect. That's yeah. perfect. And then also I wanted to talk about some of the other shows that you've gotten your work into. I know you were showing with another program artist, Mike Voss in, weren't you in yeah. Kansas City? Kansas City. Okay. Yeah. Tell us about some of these shows. Yeah, that's super exciting. So um, again, through Cafe, I just applied to some different shows and there was one, I had seen that Mike Voss, who's a fellow program artist and charcoal artist, although he is like a renaissance man with all yeah. the stuff that he does is really incredible. Um, He's got like a factory in his place. <laughs> it's true. I'm like, what are you doing <laughs> yeah. now? Where's this space? <laughs> but uh, yeah, so he had had a piece in the Kansas City. Sh it's Jones Gallery in Kansas City. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you should apply there. You know, they have something next month. And so I was like, okay. And I did. And um, I'm so glad because it's in this historic building and it has like, you know, rustic walls. It's like brick, exposed brick and, um, you know, uh, concrete and everything. And so my work just really shows so nicely there. You yeah. know, it's like there's nothing like a gritty hand on a gritty wall, gritty you know? Hand on a gritty <laughs> so, wall. <laughs> yeah, but it's so it's been fantastic. And yeah. although I haven't actually made it out there to see the show in person, um, David, who is the gallerist there, is fantastic about always sending me really good pictures of it. Oh, and that's so awesome. I'm able to at least see it and in its element and yeah. uh, and share it and stuff. And so that's been been really nice. And you're getting exposure to different yeah, people, different yeah. potential collectors. That's yeah, great. Yeah. Absolutely. And then I got um several pieces in the same show that you were in over at BG. BG, yes. Yeah. And that's yes. actually the first time I met you and the first like in person. In person opening. Yeah, I know. Crazy, right? Um, so that was really exciting. That was that's fun. you know BG's a good gallery. It's a really good and gallery. And it's a Bergamont, you know, station, yeah. which is a really well known yeah, you know, yeah. art hub. Yeah. In Santa yeah, Monica. So that was really exciting. Yeah. So you and is it I think you said something like twenty eight pieces and shows? Since you started? Yeah, so I've had like 28 pieces and 21 shows in eight different galleries in the last year. 
Oh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you know, See, this I, is how I you had do to it put together my artist CV. So that's why I know this information. But yeah, yeah. But yeah and it's just like, hey, like that's pretty cool. That's you know, pretty it's awesome. exciting. It's exciting. It's amazing what you can accomplish, right? Yeah. It's always, I'm always talking, telling the people to take stock, to take a moment to step back and go, okay, what have I done? What have I accomplished? Right. And just in such a short amount of time to see that you've been in that many shows curated a show we're gonna talk about the next you've been ju- a juror on a show you're represented by a gallery i mean come on that's amazing so it's really cool yeah, and i and i do not you know brush off the fact that like it has been you know through um incredible relationships that i've been able to build within oh yeah a period of time that have helped you know get me there you know some of the stuff sure on my own but like i wouldn't have applied to that gallery in in kansas city if mike didn't say you know mike voss didn't say like hey mm-hmm. you should apply there you know so, but it's um, because of choices you made sure. getting into here. So it's like sure. you're just following what's happening, which is yeah, great. Because some people just so close cool. themselves off. You know, like, well, yeah. they've done this. This is enough. A lot of kind of performance anxiety. So you're pushing yourself well, to continue. And that's the thing, you know, like when I got the, my goal was like, okay, just get in a show, get yeah. your piece up on a wall. And mm-hmm. then I didn't really have, I didn't know it was next. Yeah. Right. And then it was just kind of like, all right, like, cool. I'm going to keep doing this. Like, this is fun. This is cool. It's nice to be able to, you know, have your work in a show alongside these incredible other artists. Like, I'm always just so um, humbled and blown away by the mm-hmm. quality of work that that is, you know, I'm surrounded by and lucky to be next to. Yeah, that's awesome. I wanted to ask you something quickly that just popped into my head about your process of drawing. Is it something... Because I remember doing really detailed drawings in the past, and I remember just kind of your mind just, it's almost a meditative process. What is the process like for you? Are you like, is your mind going a mile a minute, or are you just blank, getting into a flow state? How is it for you? I think it's more getting into a flow state and yeah. that's like a special spot, you know, it like is. there, there's different stages for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, in the beginning when I'm mapping things out, it's obviously I'm thinking more technically of how I'm going to, to make this all work, how mm-hmm. I'm going to get everything lined up. And the thing that's kind of exciting is that in the beginning, you know, I always put out guidelines, you know, to, to kind of, um, measure, um, my pieces and then I would take a ruler and then measure everything and then make sure it all lines up. Mm -hmm. But more recently I've been able to do it where I put the guidelines down and then I don't have to measure anymore. I'm able to add more, which I was like, all right, okay. Like, you know, it's just exciting to get, you know, to the next level and maybe eventually I won't need the guidelines, you know, we'll see. But, um, so that part is a little bit more, you know, brain working technical. And then I'd say, you know, once I start getting into the detail work, you know, where I'm like, you know, pulling, pulling, um, charcoal off the page, you know, with like erasers and, and kind of like getting in those like little, little tiny scratch marks or details. And, um, that's when I get lost and and just, it it becomes a flow. It is. And, and and meditative states, like you said, time disappears. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Which is like an incredible thing. So I think that, um, when you hit that sweet spot, it's like you can't stop yeah. because it's just, it's like this is where it's at right here. Yeah, know? it's almost like you disappear. Yeah. And which, you know, but there are certain times where, you know, where I'm doing the technical work where I get like my brain is going to explode because yeah. it's, you know, I'm getting lost. And like the other day I was working on laces. I don't know if you'd seen that, but I was working on shoelaces. And I was just like, my mind was getting tangled in these laces, you know, and I was like, okay, how do I get out of this? You know, it's like you, you work through it and like, 
definitely when there's a challenge, there's always like more reward at the end when it turns out like somewhat satisfactory. But I will say that, you know, going through that process and when you do hit those kind of like aha moments, it's just like feels good. And you're, yeah, you're just kind of flowing at that point. And I love hearing you talk about like getting off the grid because I, I remember that to like going to drawing classes, like mapping things out, even doing like the grid, the squares and all sure. that stuff. And then getting to a point where I was like just freeform drawing with a paintbrush on canvas and stuff. It's so exciting nice. to fill those different stages too. Totally. That makes me excited to totally. listen to you talk about that. Yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> That's awesome. We were just talking a little bit about almost like a palate cleanser, how you kind of take a break from that detail work. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So, um, randomly I, so I normally work off these reference photos, but then kind of this one time I was out on a walk and I always love the idea of like going on a night walk, but as a woman, like it's not exactly like totally safe. Right. Right. So, so I wouldn't, but this one night, Amy is a badass. So (laughs) watch out. Don't mess guys. Um, (laughs) So this one evening, it was like, you know, kind of around sunset, I I took a walk and it just like, I felt like so freeing and it was mm-hmm. like, I took that. So I was like so happy in this moment and I took this photo and, um, and it was like the trees and, you know, some stuff down the road. And when I looked at it later, it was all kind of like blurred down. Like all of the lines were just kind of blurred down and I looked at it and I was just like, immediately felt like I needed to paint it. Mm, And yeah, and it was like, like literally that night, I was like, okay, that's what I'm painting tonight, which is completely opposite of what I normally do. I have very much a plan usually of what I'm working on. Mm -hmm. And so that was like, okay, putting aside the plan and I need to do this. And so- I hate the term muse, but it's kind of like that. It's like following the muse, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was like completely just inspired by it. And so I- And just like looked at it and was just so happy. And so I um, thought, okay, like I need to paint this, but I don't even have any paints like available to me. Like, you know, I had some, but they're so old. They're probably all cracked and, you know, so I was like, all right, I'm going to, you know, do a study. So I did a study in charcoal and I just, I couldn't tell if it was good or not. Like I was, cause I'm just not used to, to working in that Mm -hmm. style. And I was like, does this suck? Like, I don't know, but, but I didn't care cause I loved it. Like, right. There was like a mood to it. There was like a feeling that I that I, you know, whether it was just me seeing it or or anyone else, but I just I was so connected to it. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of like my first of that kind of drawing. And later on I ended up putting it in um the the all female show that I curated and yeah. um and it sold. And I remember this piece. I, I was picturing it right away. Yeah, yeah, and it sold and I was like, huh. Like other people connect with that too. That's cool, you know? And actually it was sold to Amber Larks, who I adore, who lives up in Seattle, who I, I think she actually just moved down to, to LA. So I'm hoping to see her soon. But Shout out to Amber. Yeah. So I was just in, it kind of gave me this confidence of kind of like, all right, like let's just kind of start doing that. Like let's explore that a little bit. Yes. And the thing that I liked about it was that it was just so freeing. And when my other work is so technical, and even though there are those moments where you're kind of just in this flow, there's still a, an end goal of like, this is what you want it to look like. And, Definitely. and yes, I have my style in there and everything, but but it generally is you're trying to make it look like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was so nice to be able to break away from that and, and play yeah. and just, you know, get my hands dirty and 
and be kind of messy and 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 just see what happens. Yes. You know, and have no record like there's no connection to having to show it or, you know, it could just be for fun for me or just practice or whatever yeah. it is. And there is the trash truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Amy and I decided to do this on trash day, so you're going to have to bear with <laughs> us for like one Nothing like Monday. Second. Nothing like a little trash. <laughs> well, we we're talking about the grittiness, right? Yeah. Gonna, this will be the grittiness. theme. We like it. Yes, okay. trash. We planned this, everybody. <laughs> well, there's a couple things that I love about that, and I'm just going to talk through the trash truck. Yeah. This trash truck is not going to keep us down. No. So two things that I like about that. One is I'm seeing a theme with you and your life and your work, which is great, which is kind of like trusting a new path yeah. and also knowing that that path is difficult, but having the, I always say this, the gumption, I don't know why I love that word, but the gumption <laughs> to be able to push yourself because I see a lot of growth with that. If you're not pushing yourself, you know, and, and, and pushing your boundaries, pushing the goalposts forward, you're not going to grow. And I see a lot of growth with you. And even this quick growth we've seen recently comes from that. Yeah. Comes from that spirit. Also, the other thing that I love about that is, and it's something that I can relate to when I used to do pop surrealist pieces, there were a lot of very personal stuff from a dark period. And it was always like, is this going to really resonate with people? You know? Right. And the thing that I find is, no, it's not going to resonate with everybody, but there is some sort of a universality to like, if you're exposing something that you're really passionate about that really affects you, there's an automatic audience for it. Really, yeah. because somebody else is going to feel that from you. Yeah. Um, of course, you have to have the skill to be able to execute it, right? Sure, sure. But yeah, that's exciting. I think it's funny, too, because it, it kind of shows both sides of me because, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's this technical side of me that maybe could be related to my business life, right? Yes. And then there's this other side of me that just wants to be like free and just have fun and and so I feel like that's tapping into that too, mm-hmm. which is is you know hits a different part of me that's like you know um, so special and yeah. and so it's been fun and I've created probably about seven pieces and I'm cre- and it's called the Moody series. <laughs> I love it. It's great. Yeah, and um and it and there's just- a little bit of color. In some of these, yes. Some of them, yeah. yeah. And it's funny because you look at them and some of them, it's like there's like dilapidated houses and these creepy trees and, you know, and everything's kind of like run down. And there's something about it, like it may look kind of creepy or dark, but to me, I look at it and I'm just like so happy. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but Beautiful. it's funny, like my sister-in-law, she always would like refer to me as hearts and flowers and rainbows because she's just like, you're so like a happy person. Yeah. And, um, and like, optimistic, oh, yeah. you know, like, it, and so to, to see this side of me, which is very much a part of me, you know, yeah. we're not, you're not, we're not one dimensional. No. And so it's great to be able to kind of tap into both sides, you know, when the mood feels right, you know? Yeah. I, I look at that. I'm a huge Tom Waits fan. So when I see that work, the Moody series, I just hear like Tom Waits' voice. It's great. <laughs> I love it. I love, um, I love the moodiness and I completely agree with you that Thank we you. are not, we are multifaceted people, especially artists. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to ask you, well, first of all, let's talk about quickly about the, um, well, not quickly. Let's talk about the curated show that you did, the woman's oh, yeah. show. Yeah. Because yeah, that was awesome. I wasn't even aware it was happening oh until gosh. like a week Nobody before. Nobody was aware it was happening. <laughs> no, it literally was thought up of um, on a Wednesday. And then I think I pulled it together in like two days. Cool. So it, That's fun. Yeah. It, so I've been helping with uploading, like I'd said, uploading um, art to artsy for some of the group shows. And then um, every once in a while, Mike would put together a show with just stuff that's already on Artsy mm-hmm. with program artists. And and so he was like, you know, you know, you could do that whenever you want. 
And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then I would just like, because I'm me, I was like, okay, but I'm going to like Today. make this bigger. <laughs> <laughs> like this is going to not just – well, and I also felt like I needed to ask permission. It's one thing if Mike goes in and is like, oh, I put you guys in a show. But I didn't know all of the artists, and so I didn't feel comfortable. I was like – so what I did is I reached out to them and was mm-hmm. like, hey, um, I'm going to put together a little show, an online show on Artsy. Do you want to send me something new? You know, is yeah. there something else that you'd like to show? And then I got the feedback that I got was like, oh, yeah, I would. And then I was like, well, started thinking about it. And I was like, okay, well, it's Women's History Month. And I've always been super connected to women in general. Like I went to an all-girls Catholic high school. Oh, you did? I, I yeah, I've – so I'm used to being in groups of women, and um, I also, you know, some of my uh, work with the Long Beach Chamber was with the Women's Business Council, and so it's such, I'm like used to like female empowerment. <laughs> you yeah, know, it's like yeah. such an amazing thing, and I feel like when women get together, we're able to like be so much stronger and and support each other. And so I'm like, all right, like I have some really badass like female artists that I would love to be able to, to show. Mm -hmm. And so, um, so I just started reaching out to all of them and I thought at first like they would be like, cause some, I didn't really know. I just followed them and, and admired their work. When I asked them, I was kind of expecting them to be like, I don't want to be in your like, you know, little online show. And, right. But instead they were like, oh my gosh, yes, this sounds amazing. Like every, like the energy that I got around that show is just people were stoked to be a part of it. And Definitely. I'm sure also, you know, connected to Shockbox too. And so that was great. Um, and, and, and an awesome opportunity. And so, um, ended up putting in about 46 artists Oh yeah, and, that's right. Yeah, and so it was actually pretty big. That's and, um, amazing. Yeah, so it was nice and nice um, to give that many women this opportunity as well. Yeah, yeah. and um, so the name of the show was called Hot Damn. Hot Damn. Hot Damn. <laughs> so I think it was kind of like you know it's um, an unexpected surprise, right? Yeah. And so, but also like we're like movers and shakers, right? Definitely. So, um, so it was great to kind of have all these women come together. And the initial plan was not to have a Zoom talk, but then everyone was like, okay, but are we going to have a Zoom talk? And so then we ended up having a Zoom talk, which was great. You know, it was an, a nice opportunity for everybody to talk about their work. Yeah, I was there. It was great. It was wonderful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just seemed like it had so much force behind it. It was like, yeah. oh yeah, we're doing this. So much positive energy. Yeah. And I was just really impressed by, you know, what what people brought to the table. So. Yes. And, and I was so, um, you know, grateful for the opportunity too. Like, you know. It's amazing. Who might have curated a show? But it was fun. It no, was super fun. You're... Amy Mandela. You're, <laughs> that's who you are. And Mike, like, shout out to Mike because, you know, he's so open to these types of things. Like, how many people would let you? He says the same thing to me. I still ask his permission all the time, even though we, I know he'll let me do, like, almost yeah, anything I want. Sure. But I'm like, can I do this? He's like, dude, just do it. Do it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so I think that's, that's nice. The, but I think it's also, you know, when he sees that people have growth ahead of them, like, he, he yeah. sees that the, you have this push or the, something that you want to try, he's like, yeah. try it. Yeah. Well, and it's also, trust. Yeah, I mean, he that's true. believes in the people that he has Absolutely. in the program and who he works with. So it's cool to have that additional level of trust. It's like, okay, you're you're here for a reason. Do yeah, it. You know? Absolutely. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I did want to mention, I didn't want to forget this, that you did win in 2021. It was Outstanding Businesswoman, 2021. It was who gave you this award? This was through uh the Long Beach Chambers Women's Business Council. That's amazing. Was it the same day that we did the BG opening? Because I remember we talked about it a little bit in person, or was it? You know what? I think it was just that week. Oh, like was that the week? opening was probably on Saturday, and I think the event was on Thursday before. Right. So I love it. Twenty twenty one, 
the year of Amy. <laughs> <laughs> I love Thank it. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah, it was a huge honor. And I think, um, I mean, a lot of it is it attests to a lot of people who support me in that yeah. world. But I think um, I just, I really enjoy being a part of my community and, and it's really come to the fact that I'm just a contributor. Like I like to get in to the weeds. And so, uh, and so that's kind of all part of it, you know? And yeah, but it's satisfying. I mean, you're getting a lot of accolades with both of your careers now. I love that. It's amazing. I mean, it's not just like you're, Oh, you're killing it on one. And one's just like a passion project. You're actually succeeding in both, which is amazing. That's hard to do. And you're, you know, raising two, two kids. So (laughs) (laughs) I'll have to get tips from you. Super easy. (laughs) They raise themselves. Um, (laughs) And then you also got into Los Angeles Art Association. I was a member of them for about a year and a half. Uh It's not an easy thing to do either. You, there's a selection, you know, so it's not like everybody who applies gets in. So congratulations Thank on that. You. How's your experience been with that? It's actually been really good. I've had the opportunity to get into probably four shows now. Yeah. And three of them were online and one was in person for their geographics show. Um, I had one of my moody oh, cool in there, which was cool. Cause like, you know, it's nice to have that be acknowledged as, as, um, you know, like legit, yeah. feels legit when it's at um, Definitely. Gallery 825, right? So yeah, like I feel like that's been a great experience. Peter's been wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually sold a piece in the last show. Oh, you did? Uh, yeah, the Billy Boot, which has been around for, you know, oh, about that's a year right. now. I saw that sale, but I didn't realize it was in the show, LA. It was. Oh, yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. So that sold. So that was exciting to sell a piece through another gallery, you yeah. know. Um, I haven't sold a piece in LA, so... There you go. Hey, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, amazing. This is exciting. Cool. Yeah. yeah. And then um, the, the other thing that I wanted to make sure we mentioned was you, I know you're in the process of moving into your new studio. I think you probably moved in. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. How's that been? Oh my gosh. It's so amazing. Because before I was working on my dining room table and so it's like, you know, you'd have to clean up Yeah. before, you know, before and after every um time, you know, working. And so to be able to just kind of leave your stuff out and because I always like to like come back and look at it, you know, like glance at it and be like, oh, I'm going to tweak this one little thing or whatever. So it's been great. My studio is actually in my garage in my home. So I'm just able to kind of pop in there and and work when I have time. So it's been fantastic. And I have a little setup for my kids next to me too. So if they want to do art next to me or you know, I put up the garage door so if they want to ride their scooters out front, I can still keep an eye on them and stuff. So, but I mean, being in my element, like I just, it is so peaceful in there and creative in there. Like I set it up like, you know, I have a, I have a rug, I have a couch, I have, you know, it feels like a, a space, you know, a real space where I can just be there to, to create, you know? And even when I'm not drawing, sometimes I'll just sit in there to just, you know, get that energy. Definitely. Yeah. And I understand because like I used to break down my and build up my studio every time I painted oh, gosh, in a yeah. kitchen, like when I used to oh, live yeah. in the studio, this tiny little studio. And it just makes it easier. It's one more step that's yeah. taken away. Like you can just walk by there, be inspired. Like, okay, yeah. I'm, I'm going in. Yeah. So that's amazing. Congratulations. And also it sounds like it's practical. You can still have your kids out there and watch yeah, your kids. Yeah. That's amazing. I also like having a studio close. I know a lot of people like to be removed, drive, really drive yeah. to it. It's like two separate places. Sure. I actually love having my, I've always worked at home. 
So it's like, I find it easy to kind of transition from like, if I'm doing some marketing stuff on the computer, oh, I can just pop into the studio, come back, you know, it flows. Like if I'm taking pictures of work and putting it online, it just makes it easier. Yeah. And a lot of the times, you know, it's like I'm working late at night, you know, the kids might be asleep, you know, I couldn't. You want to drive downtown. Yeah, that makes no sense. (laughs) Yeah. So it's essential for me that it, that it's at home. But, um, but yeah, you know, I can just like set the mood, light a candle, music always, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just fantastic. That's awesome. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Well, I want to get into some of the rapid fire stuff that we always do. Daily routines. Is there something that you do that kind of keeps you? I, I think you're a hiker, right? But I'll, I'll let you answer this. But. <laughs> I like that you think I'm a hiker. <laughs> I like you? to hike. Okay. <laughs> I like to hike, but I you don't. You just look like a hiker to <laughs> Thank me. Thank you. <laughs> Was it my boots? Was that it? <laughs> um, <laughs> Is there something you do every day that kind of, it doesn't even have to be necessarily to get you creative, but just that keeps you sane? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Well, so I like to hike. I mm-hmm. don't hike every day because I don't live in places that are necessarily hikeable. Right. Um, but I am definitely active. Like working out for me is essential to my sanity. Like Same. if I don't, even if I'm not, like it's a rest, a rest day, I still have to walk or do yoga or stretch or do something. Like movement is absolutely a part of keeping me feeling stable, you know? And um, And so if I... You know, and obviously there are certain days where I, I can't for whatever reason, and, and that's fine. But for the most part, movement every day, I enjoy, you know. Um, Is that in the morning? Things. Always in the morning. Me too. Yeah. And if I can sprinkle it in throughout the day too. Like I love to just take a walk midday. Like when I'm working in my office yeah. downtown, I'll go for walks on my lunch break um, all or around hikes. the marina. What'd you say? <laughs> or hikes. Or hikes. I'm trying to like yeah. get the hike in there, you know. <laughs> I do like a good hike, you know? <laughs> I like a good hike every now and then. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I definitely agree with that. Also, it's not only does it keep you sane, right? I mean, it's just for me, like I can fall into a state of depression if I'm not moving, you know, yeah. at least a few times a, a week. But mm-hmm. also it's like a meditative process. Sure. I think sometimes when you're moving, ideas can come to you. It's like whatever quiets that brain and allows things to come in through like a different, you know, opening. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm all for absolutely. We talk about superpowers here because I always think of artists as um, as superheroes. Is there something that you do or you have a go to that gets you creating? Like if you're having a block or maybe not a block, maybe you're just not feeling it. Is there something that gets you going? I think honestly, and this may not feel like a superpower, but I think it's just like determination. Mm-hmm. Like I'm very very persistent. Yes. So, and, and routine, you know? And so it's like, even if I'm not feeling it, like I told you earlier, like I don't know what to do with myself if I'm not drawing at a certain time of day. Yeah. And so I almost just kind of feel like even when I'm not in the mood, I will go in there and start doing something. Yes. And like whether, you know, if I get into it or not, but I usually do, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm at this state right now where I'm, um, I think because it's so new and exciting that I'm just kind of like go, go, go. And so it's very unusual for me to not be excited about it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if I'm not or if I'm just tired, really, that would be like what the reason for me not to do it. I just sometimes just sit in there, you know, yeah. or like I said, I could do some of those like more moody series works where it's doesn't it doesn't have to be perfect. And, it and you know, it's a little bit looser and a little bit more about feeling and, and, and all of that. Yeah. Trusting kind of what's going on inside, but also I've talked about this a lot. Some artists disagree, but I think sometimes just getting in there, totally, just starting some movement, whether yeah. you just start drawing or doodling, yeah. whatever, 
it sparks something yeah. in, in your brain. And, then and you I can- think also, like very often, you know, we say like, oh, we have a creative block. And the, and just saying that is a block. You're putting it out there. Yeah, yeah. Like you just can't. You just have to do. Like I just really believe that like, you know, it, and and even if you throw some stuff together and you hate it, you're still moving past it. Definitely. You know, you're still, you know, getting – you're still creating, you're still learning. And sometimes when you have mistakes or things that you don't like, you learn from those too. So, or you use them or you use them. Yeah. That's one of the biggest things for me that I'm so excited about in recent years is I've had so many paintings where I'm like, you know, this is like, I had a preconceived notion of what I was going to paint. And then I started doing it. I'm like, "Eh, it's just not working, but I'm stubborn enough. It sounds like you are too, that I just push through it. And I, I start to trust where it's headed and they become, most of the time, they become my favorite paintings. Yeah. And if I would have just given up on them, you know, like uh, not trusted that I would be able to get there. Right. It just would have been not wasted time, but you know what I'm saying. Did you see my self-portrait? Uh, I'm not sure if I did. Okay. I well, have I'll now. have to show you because yeah. I I don't know for some reason, because I had had a lot of changes this year. Yeah. And I just kind of felt like, um, and a long, long time ago, I kind of mapped out doing this self-portrait and then I was just kind of like, ah, whatever. And so uh, I thought, you know what? It's it's kind of a good time to go back to it. And there's something about doing a self-portrait that is like so incredibly uncomfortable. I mean, you're really, really looking at the intricacies of yourself, both on the inside yeah. and on the outside and like how you're portraying yourself and and also your work. And and so I went about it like I would a normal technical drawing and you know had all my guidelines, everything measured, but it was so flat. And man, I respect people who could do portraits so much because mm-hmm. it's just, it is a beautiful craft, you know, and just to be able to, um, bring the life to a face. Right. And so it was bad (laughs) and it was, and for me, I'm just like, Oh, this is not cool. Like I, I, you know, I, I can't get past like this sucking. And so, yeah. And so it was so flat and lifeless. And so I just kind of had no, it was like no skin in the game anymore. Right. Mm -hmm. Because I was just like, it doesn't matter if I fuck this up. Like I can just, so I just stopped trying to, make it look so much like me and just started to like throw color down, which I don't usually work in color, right? I'm usually like in in charcoal and stuff. But Mm -hmm. I was like, I had this idea that I wanted to put some color in there. I didn't really know how. And so I was just like, whatever. And so I just started throwing down um, charcoal pastels and like blending stuff all over. And it's honestly one of my favorite pieces. It is like so strangely fun. Yeah. And like, it doesn't look like me, but it's a self-portrait guy. It's like, it's like, it's, it's, but it was just so freeing and empowering in some way. And, you know, and I went and I got it, I went and got it framed. I was like, this is, I'm getting this framed and it's going up in my house and, and I have it up in my bedroom and it's just, it makes me so happy in there. It's also a moment in time. Sure. You know? And it's like, it's, it's self-trust for it. And you were listening to something yeah. like it was, it was almost like it was meant to go in that direction. Totally, if you was had not, not listened yeah. to your instincts or whatever it was, the drive, right. it would have just been a failed piece, right? And I'm hoping to kind of incorporate that into future pieces. One coming yeah. up very soon, oh, actually. Okay. So, yeah. hello, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Teaser. <laughs> I love it, and I encourage you to look at Amy's Instagram because she's posting every day, and she's got a lot of like behind the scenes stuff, great stories. She, w- I heard a rumor she will be getting into reels more. 
Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to put that out there. We'll Accountability. See. We'll so see. look for, yeah, okay. Well, maybe, maybe not reels, but we were talking about that. Yeah. Uh, but her Instagram is wonderful. So check out Thank all you. that. I want to see this. Where can I see the self portrait? It's on, yeah, it's posted on it's my on Instagram, Instagram page. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow. How did I miss this? I, I check out your, your site every day. I'm sure you, I'm sure you liked maybe it or I, something. Maybe I don't know. I did. Okay. I'm going to go back and look okay. at it. Okay. Well, I'll send it to you. Yeah, yeah. You'll check it out. I want to show you off when we're done. I, I want to show you like, it reminded me of something that happened with me with a self-portrait. I'll show you. Okay. Done, yeah. yeah. A lot of people push back on this one, but I talk about biggest failures. It doesn't have to be failure in the conventional sense, but something that you were trying to achieve that you didn't and you learned something from it. Does something come to mind? <laughs> well, so the first- I guess we did just talk about the, yeah. <laughs> the portrait. That's well, kind of, I think, yeah, yeah that could similar, be yeah. totally. I mean, and I do think that like fail, I, I, this is probably what you get your pushback on is like, you know, failures I feel like are so- um, like, I don't feel like anything's really a failure because I, I feel agree. like you learn so much, right? Sure. So it's all about shaping who you are as an artist. That's a negative a connotation. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I will say, like, the first gallery submission that I did, um, you know, I didn't know what I was doing. And so I put together, it was almost like, it was almost like a PowerPoint. Because I'm so used to like working in the business world, right? And so I'm like, this translates, <laughs> right? Like, here's who I am. Like, these are my, this is my work. But it was all in PDF. And they're like, yeah, man, we just want like some JPEGs of your work. Like, you right. know, it's just like <laughs> I feel like that overboard. could have gone either way, though. I was in, it was entirely too thorough is yeah, my problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that could have gone either way, though, because sometimes galleries are like, this is different. Like, wow, they yeah. put a lot of effort yeah. into this. No, they my, did not they care. Did yeah. <laughs> but then again, I mean, who knows? It also could have been in that situation where they were juried out because it didn't make sense for their show or whatever. Sure. You know? Um, yeah. Um, it could have, you know, been beyond just my PDF, but I just, I just thought that was funny. It's like, I love oh, okay. that though. And you just like learn from it. Right. Yeah. It's like, okay, that's not how you submit for right. a show. But sometimes I will say my own little pushback, going the extra mile can be good and, and giving them something that they're not used to seeing sometimes can work. So I would almost encourage you to try that again, like with a different gallery, cause they might yeah. be like, they might love it. And yeah. Eat it okay. Up. So you never know. Yeah. But, um, but thank you for sharing that yeah. advice to young Amy. So this can be life advice, it can be art advice, it can be business advice, whatever you want. But something, all your years of experience now, looking back, any age, what would you impart to yourself? I think that I would probably go back to right after college when I started taking those painting classes with my sister and my dad. Mm -hmm. And even though like they were always so encouraging and fantastic, I think that I just internalized too much that I was not as good as them. And, and I compared myself too much. And I think that we can relate that to any, you know, even now, like not comparing myself to other artists or where they are at. Cause it's like, you know, different people. Cause even with Joy's show, I was like, oh my gosh, she has so many elements to it. And like, you know, I have a show coming up. Like, do I need to do more things like, you know, not like that, but just whatever, you know? And, and, and I also am kind of like, well, like that's her story. And, you yeah. know, she came from you know, she's been really invested in, in, um, in developing her craft over several years now. And, you know, you're new and this is so, and, and so, you know, not just with her, but all, you know, the other artists, everybody has pluses and minuses and, and things that they're really strong at. And, you know, sometimes you can easily fall into that comparisons. And, and so yeah. I think that, I think it's really it's very important easy nowadays with Instagram not, too. Yeah. Not yeah. to compare yourself, but be inspired by them. Yes. And if you like someone and you like their work and you are, you know, then ask them questions. If you look up to them, you know, instead of just being like, Oh wow, they're so cool. Like 
I want to be like them or whatever. Like you be yourself, but but ask the questions about the things that you really are interested about their work, you know, Definitely. whether it's their medium or or how they're going about marketing themselves even or, um, you know, because that whole aspect is a whole nother side of the business for sure. Oh, yeah. And nowadays we have that ability to do that. Mm-hmm. You couldn't have done that even 10 years ago. Yeah. Like reach out to people that you see from across the world. Oh, like yeah. Working what an and incredible go, opportunity. Just DM them anytime. Yeah. Most people will answer you too. Yeah. So yeah, yeah just, just don't be shy. And if somebody doesn't answer you, just don't, don't take it no, personally. They're, they're busy, whatever. But yeah, nothing totally. lost. What do you, well, I guess you're working on the solo show now. Yeah. And the Moody series, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Uh, I want to see the self-portrait. Is there, freaking scam likely. Okay, sorry about that. <laughs> is there anything that you want to talk about? Is there anything you want to plug? Man, well, we already plugged the show. So yes, So that's did. good. Um. No, I think we hit all the bases. I think this was, you were very thorough. Good job. Okay, good. Okay, good. Yeah, I know. I know. I, was, I feel like I was, uh, I was being watched carefully on this one. So yeah. I'm, I'm glad. I want to make sure that you're happy and that you feel like, you know, people have got a taste. I would recommend checking out Amy's site, uh, her website, her Instagram, Shockbox program artist. There's a lot of good information. You've done a couple articles. Yeah. Maybe talk about those. Sure. I was featured for Voyage LA mm-hmm. and Shout Out LA. And then I have one coming up soon, but it's not quite written yet through, um, well, maybe I shouldn't say it out loud, but yeah. So there's some other stuff coming up. Something coming. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Something coming down the pipeline. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. And you got this. So, yes. li- you know, you're already listening to this. Totally. And then I do have an interview um, and live IG probably the week of the show that I'll be doing with what's, what's this about podcast. Oh, cool. So. Okay, nice. Keep an eye out for that. I'll awesome. post some stuff on that. It's it's going to be Instagram live. Yes. Cool. Those are fun. Yeah. Awesome. Well, great. People know where to find you. And um, thanks for coming on. Thanks for of making course. the trek up here. Thank it was great you. checking out the studio. It was so much fun. We will definitely do a round two sometime down the road if you want. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, so for fun. sure. All right. Thanks. This has been the Living Artist Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I just want you to know that I appreciate you being here, and I'm grateful to be in your ears. Your art and creative life on this planet is meaningful, so thank you for sharing it with me. If you like this podcast, whatever platform you're listening to it on, please subscribe and share it with your friends. You can also leave me a positive review to show your support. This helps me to reach more people with the algorithmic magic and keep the show going strong. If you want to see more of what I do and check out the art that I create, you can visit my website at www.pmsartwork.com or follow me on social media everywhere at PMS Artwork. That's it for now. See you back here next time.